All right, I'm ready. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome to this week's episode of the Buns of Steel podcast. What's up? My name is Jenna Brady, your host. What's going on? What's going on? Did you take that ballet class this week that you said you were going to take? Did you um, clean out your dance bag like you wanted to? There's probably some leftover water bottles in there. Probably leftover clip cliff bar wrappers in there you got to get out probably some crumbs maybe maybe put your ballet shoes in the in the washer don't dry them though because that's bad but but definitely washer that might that might make you feel better it's one of those days everyone it's one of those days i'm podcasting it's like noon right now um i'm podcasting from my bed and it's a it's honestly a vibe. I love I love podcasting where I sleep because it just feels like a lot of um a lot of talking, a lot of um relaxing, just easy. Easy, easy, easy talk. So yeah, I'm feeling like low energy for some reason. Oh wait. Not for some reason. We had a giant Oh my god. We had a giant snowstorm in the, in the Chicago area and in Chicago. It hit so hard in Chicago. We got more than a foot of snow overnight. Um it's still snowing kind of right now and it's noon. Um I it was a nightmare for me to drive home. I was stupid. I should have just stayed in Barrington and like figured it out, but I wanted to get home like I just wanted to sleep in my bed and do the things that I wanted to do in the morning and all that. So whatever. Um, last night I it started snowing and everyone in our, our teacher group chat was saying how like um, – oh, I just got a text. Sorry. Um, everyone in our group chat was saying how difficult driving was and how impossible – the roads were like undrivable, undrivable road conditions. And I'm like, shoot, like now I'm freaked out because now I, I want to go home and I just want to sleep in my bed and just go to core power in the morning and go to ballet. I just want like, like I, I hate the snow, you guys. I hate it. Hate the snow. Hate being cold. Hate being inconvenienced like this. Like I just like to get my day done, do what I need to do and whatever but when something like obstructs me and I can't get through it by myself it's annoying so um it's like my worst it's like just let me do what I need to do let (laughs) I hate this weather I hate the winter just let me do what I need to do so I'm driving and there's the the highway is completely snowed over and there's one visible lane where like you can see the asphalt, the concrete, whatever underneath. One visible lane. So I'm like, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to drive on. I'm driving on that. Soon that visible lane disappears. Totally disappears. Everything else is white. It's a complete white out. And I'm like, it's stressful. And people are like, People are trying to get home just like me. So there's other traffic out. It wasn't that late. It was like 8.30 or 9 o'clock. People, other people are trying to get home. So it's just like oh, all this stress happening. 
you know, like you see cars fishtailing, you see um, just people going in and out because it's literally a whiteout. It was ridiculous. And then getting, and I, I was literally praying, praying to God that I got home safely and just in one piece and just get to the exit and just get off the highway and whatever. Even though no one was driving quick, no one was driving fast. I didn't go over 45 miles an hour the whole time. Like, and that sounds fast, but I felt like in that little lane that was visible, like it, it was, it was seriously fine. But other than that, I went like 20 miles an hour to 30 miles an hour until I exited. And the exit, like in the, the local roads, that was not funny, not funny at all. Nothing was plowed. And there's like, mind you, like a couple of feet of snow because we have been just getting piled and piled and piled of snow, like just so much snow that that there's and it's been cold. None of it's been melting. So it's just been like people are running out of places to like put the snow. Seriously. And I'm like, okay, I'm like turning onto my street. I'm like, finally, like I'm home. Uh, I can't wait to just get on my car and just be in my bed and make some dinner and do what I need to do. And I'm yawning. I'm sorry. (sighs) Lo and behold, the, my street is a small little local street. My street is absolutely buried. Like my car, my car's clearance was lower than the snow was. And the only way you can get through is if your car was higher and if you drive in the little grooves like in the um where all the other cars before you kind of uh went through there's no there's no plowing right now it's just in the grooves so my car is too low i get stuck right in the middle of the street thank god it was later at night probably like 9 at this time so no one's like coming up right behind me right away but still I'm like I'm like shoot I'm like right in the middle of the street and I'm stressed and I just want to get home and whatever so I had to call my roommate and two other angels like came out of their homes with a shovel and literally shoveled me out uh, like out of my street Unpro- like I I don't know these people they're just very nice people that you know were just in their homes and just happened to be l- looking out the window when they saw me struggling and yeah they just brought out their shovels and literally dug me out of the street and then dug me d- like they shoveled out a little space for me to to park and then I parked, they like, it took, it took me such a long time. It took us like an hour to get all this done. But I was so embarrassed. I was like, I was like, you guys, like, thank you so much. I don't know what I would have done without you. Like you are angels. Thank you so much. Like, can I, can I Venmo you money? Can I give you money? Can I do something for you? And they're like, no, no, no. This is just the neighborly thing to do. You know, this is Chicago. This is what you have to do. You know, like everyone gets stuck everyone helps each other get out and I'm like god god what a beautiful how beautiful and stunning is is that little sentiment like everyone gets stuck 
you know, we're, we're just there to, we're here to help. And why not? Like, you know, we can help. And they pushed, like, they seriously, like, they like were like working. They like were pushed, they were pushing my car and, you know, shoveling the snow and oh my gosh. And I was like trying to do my best to drive correctly in the, in the snow because there's like a right way and a wrong way. Like when you're trying to get out, you like rock back and forth and keep your wheels straight and all that. So I was trying to like make sure I did all that so that we weren't wasting any time and we weren't wasting any of their energy. And they were just the nicest neighborly people. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe the that I was I was blessed with them. Like I, I seriously would have been stuck in the middle of the street if if someone hadn't helped helped me out. Um so shout out to them. They're not listening to this, but shout out to them. Just just so so kind, so nice. But moral of the story is be a nice person, go above and beyond for your neighbors. It really like I was I was white knuckling it on the way home. Just like, please, God, get me home. Just get me home safely. I will never ask for anything ever again. Just please get me home safe. I should have just stayed in Barrington. I don't know. I just there's I just like staying in my room and in my bed and in my apartment. There's just something about that that I'm just so happy to live where I live. And I just want to take every opportunity I have to be there and live there. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. So just, just a time, just a little, just a rough time. I'm done with the snow. We've been, been piling on the snow. I'm not sure why. Make it stop enough already. We're done. We're done with the snow. No one's, no one wants, no one's been asking for more. And of course, because of the lake effect, it was like much worse where I live. And then studios are like like we're still on i'm like um no i can't i can't get out of my streets i can get out of my street like well we're still we're still having classes i'm like all right well i'm zooming or um i have to get a sub or something because i look at my street i i seriously cannot get out of my street at least for today and maybe probably a little bit of tomorrow like that's what we're that's what we're looking at right now. So, it's just rough. I'm just it's just so rough. Um I'm ready for this to be over. I'm ready for COVID to be over. Obviously, I'm ready for snow to be over. I just no more no more major inconveniences. Minor ones like traffic, not the best, but I'll take it. Um your nail breaks, not the best, but I'll take it. Um rain even like, okay, I'll take some rain. I'll take some rain over this. But yeah, so we're done. We're done with that. We're done with that right now. So yes, sorry, I took a little bit of a break. You wouldn't know that because I do cutting and um, I, I edit this, but I took a little bit of a break because... Uh, Again, with the low energy. Just unmotivated. But you know what? We're getting through it. We're going to finish. It's going to be fine. And it's just going to be a slow day. I think what's really going on is I'm just letting the snow and all these like inconveniences get to me a little bit. And it's just making me a little slow and a little 
um, unmotivated, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. So today's episode, I really want to talk about doing things that um, make you, that scare you or that make you nervous for the good of yourself. (laughs) So like um, when you sign up to do a speech at school or when you do something like that and you don't normally do that, but you know if you practice and if you get some critiques from your parents or from your teachers, then uh, you'll come out better for it. And doing something that scares you like public speaking could enrich your character and, you know, show yourself that you can really push through things and um, that scare you. So here we go. Here's what I'm doing. Um, So in competitions like that studios uh, compete in, there's what's called an adult category. (laughs) You see where I'm going with this? Yes, your girl is competing again. Oh, <laughs> she's competing again. Um, let me tell you why this scares me. So when I was in high school, I chore- out of the three solos that I did or four solos that I did, I choreographed three of them. Oh, I'm yawning. Sorry. I choreographed three of them, three out of the four. And it was good for me. It was really one of those things where I was like, I I didn't want to like pay anyone to do it for some reason. I just wanted to do it myself. And I just, I wanted the practice of choreography and um, I wanted, I wanted to put that pressure on myself. So I did. I choreographed all the solos when I was in high school and I competed them. And um, I remember like one of them, one of the competitions that got a judges award or like budding choreographer award or whatever, because probably, excuse me, they probably don't get a lot of student choreographers that choreograph their own solo. They They always, people always get them choreographed for them. So it was kind of a little different. Um, but I just, it's so, first of all, it's so hard to choreograph on yourself. It's so difficult. It's easy for me to come up with a combo with the intent of teaching it to a class or teaching it to somebody else. That's something that I'm totally prepared to do, can do that at any point in time, can make it up on the spot and it'd be a, a good combo. Choreographing for myself is a different animal completely different in the way that um I have different expectations for myself they're much higher so when I choreograph for myself um I second guess a lot yawning today I'm so sorry um I'm second guessing myself a lot and I don't do things the same way as if I were to be learning a combo from somebody from like a teacher or someone that I really respect or whatever, which is interesting. What about learning choreography from someone else makes it okay to like go all out? Um, and what about teaching myself my own choreography? 
do I never want to go full out and I never want to like push that? And I think it stems from like a deep psychological place of like needing permission to do a lot of stuff. Um, just from like my own upbringing, um, my, the schools that I went to the, I mean, and also being like a firstborn and being a dancer, like you need, you just need permission to do like everything you want to do. And it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm finding out that it's difficult for me to choreograph and make decisions for myself and create opportunities for myself without someone else validating them for me, which is weird and interesting at the same time. Do I love it for myself? No, I don't. I don't love that for myself. I would, I would love to just come up with an idea and just be like, yeah, that's a good idea. You should run with that and just do that for myself all the time. But it's tough. Like, I just feel like I don't have that bird's eye view. So um, I think I talked uh, a couple episodes ago to you all about um, kind of cleaning dances and like being kind of a little bit of a lunatic with kids and just just running all over the studio and just acting like crazy. Just just wanting to get these kids to live up to their their potential. Um, and like, what do I do? I, I always have a pen and paper. I always write notes and I always look at them objectively, like, like double turn one, two, two of them, not one, not three. I need two, you know, like you just look at it's because you don't know what's going on in their brains and in their bodies. So you just are like, okay, well you didn't do the turn. So do it. Like, Unless there's a problem. Is there a problem with it? No? Okay. Yes? You can't get to your spot? Okay, we'll change it. We'll figure it out. You know, like I looked at I look at things very objectively. And that's how I look at myself when I am dancing. Like, do it. Like, this is this is what's being asked of you. Do it right now. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, okay, like I will do it. But then when I I I give myself this like out, I feel like. It's just like an out when I choreograph my own thing, like because I have all these different other avenues that this one movement can go in and I'm the only one who knows that and I have trouble like committing to one pathway. So with this solo, I committed myself to just play it simple, simple, fun, my own movement quality just things that make me feel good when I when I do them. And I stuck to that. I was like, does this make you feel good? Am I am I tr- am I working too hard? Am I trying to cram too much choreography into too little space? Am I running around the studio and am I running around the stage like a crazy person cuz I do that. I definitely do that. I will um think that I have to use the whole stage like to this day think that I'd use the whole stage, be running around the stage like a mad woman, wondering why I'm so tired after my solos and can't get through it. It's like, well, Jenna, you're running two miles in your solo. Maybe don't. Maybe don't do that. Maybe just do simple choreography that's effective, that feels good on your body, and is just start there. And so I was like, okay, no running around because it's tiring and simple fun movement that makes me feel good makes me feel like a dancer looks good on my body 
um, something that I'm excited to go out and perform. Great. So I get into the studio and I kind of like my process is a little bit like cut and paste. Um, I have a little bit of a phrase. I have like three phrases that I need to kind of meld together and I just do that instead of, you know, going from beginning to end, listening to the music. Cause I don't know, sometimes that just stresses me out too much. And making the movement separate from the music sometimes just makes like these little um happy accidents that are just like a like just have a little bit of serendipity to them. Just like happy accidents that just happen and to the music that you kind of just rehearse over time and we love that. So the reason why this scares me is because when I perform these solos, I will be um, on a competition stage that really induced a lot of anxiety (laughs) in my little brain as a child because of just, you know, not being able to handle it, not being old enough to handle it not having the tools to handle stress and not practicing enough, probably. Um, I just feel like we always needed to practice more. We just never got to practice more. So, um, like, there's there's those those ideas of, like, oh, my gosh, did I practice enough? Um, this one and done, will the judges like me? Will I score well? Will I score better than this girl? Um, all of that, just, like, Things that I don't really think about in the professional dance world. Um, it's just different. Just different. And also, because of COVID, uh, competitions are running a little differently. So uh, every studio has like their own block to perform and come in. So I'll essentially be performing in front of all of my students and all of my teachers that had a hand in like raising me and teaching me as a kid and i know they they i know that they think i'm i'm a good dancer and I, and they know that i'm in a company and like i'm not just whatever but i just want to do something i just want to prove a little bit but i also want to just like show and i also just i i originally went into this being like I just want to perform more. I just miss performing. I miss performing. So I'm going to do this. And then now it's kind of snowballed in a good way, but snowballed into this like, okay. Um, so you kind of have some things to prove here and you kind of have some goals you want to achieve, which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. Um, and with your choreographic goals in mind, you know, making making something easy, making something that looks good on my body, no running. Um, I think I can achieve those things with with practice. And interestingly enough, um, I've been practicing my solo the same way that I would rehearse a group. Um, instead of just like running the solo over and over again and just like doing that, I record it every time. And then I go back into the recording and I'll take notes just like I do if I watch a group I'll take notes on my own solo and look at it objectively not as me dancing it and like oh that was bad like oh like now I'm down on myself no 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 looking at my video like I'm looking at a student's video or a friend's video and just being objective like hey you can get lower there 
Or I'd really like it if you stopped in this moment and then when that music tick come in, just uh, join back in. Or faster on this, you kind of, you know, like like just these notes that you would give, that I would give a student. And that's really, really helped. Um, because just when I, I get a note from a, a choreographer or a teacher, I apply it in real time. So I'll have to go back like, oh, you can get lower on this part. Okay, let's go to that part. Let's practice it lower. How does that look? How does that look? Okay, good. Boom. Then the next time I run it, I have that little like place flagged in my memory and I'll be like, I need to get lower here. And that'll just that'll just happen until kind of it's in my muscle memory or so on, um, which has been really nice. Instead of just like, that was bad, that was good, keep doing that. Like, no, specific things. What are some specific things that I can do right then and right now that won't hurt my feelings, my home, like I'm not hurting my own feelings, and that's going to help me achieve my goals in the solo that is like just proving that, you know, I'm, I'm good, that I'm, I know what I'm doing. I love performing. I love being a dancer. Um, I have no idea who I'm even going to be competing against. If there's going to be anyone in my category, honestly, it could be a toss up. I don't think, I mean, I really, I, I don't, I don't think, but hopefully I do well. Like that's my whole goal is just to like have fun, perform this solo, kind of get over a little bit of my fears of competitions and because I would just choreograph things just like so off, <laughs> so off um, on myself, just thinking I have to like add in all of these tricks and all of these things and blah, blah, blah. And like you do, but I was forgetting that like I'm the one performing this and I need to be the one that looks good. And I, I don't want to be tired. So why am I running around? Um, and again, I think that's like that self-inflicted stress and then self-inflicted pain like you you better do this you better pursue and you better come through on top with this but it's like okay jenna you you choreographed this solo why are you making yourself run so much why are you making yourself go from corner to corner to corner to corner and like you just have no you just have no breath left you just like it's no wonder you're so tired just dance. Just do what you love to do. Just make some movement that flows. Make some movement that's that's full body that uses your back, uses your low plie. Um, something with a lot of control, but also just fun and free. Do that. Like, damn. Like, why didn't anyone tell me that before? And seriously, no one did. No one was looking at my solo like, why are you running so much? Like, God, what are you running from? Like, calm down. So I'm just excited. Um, so I'm just going to remind you that facing your fears and doing something that kind of scares you is really, really good for you. Um, like my roommate wants to go to law school. That's pretty sickening and that's pretty scary. And she's doing that. Like, like she's like studying for that test, the LSAT and all of that. Like, like my boyfriend's going to go to medical school. Like, my God, that's so amazing and scary. And like, you just test yourself and it's good for you. And I just have to remember that. 
I know I'm 24. I'm not old. But when I do get old, I have to keep remembering to um, challenge myself and scare myself a little bit with with what I with my, what my goals are. Um, on a on a smaller level, I scare myself a lot at aerial when I'm when I'm doing aerial stuff because you're just you're high up and um, sometimes it can be a little sketchy and you, you don't when you're learning a new sequence like you don't trust it all the way and it's like all right like I scare myself every day when I'm back doing that but what about on a on a larger scale like this is perfect for me because it was something that I always had bothered me that like. I never really like showed up and showed off in these competitions. Like I always felt like I had to be somebody else or like perform like somebody else that it wasn't me. I'm like, I should have just like embraced who I was as a dancer and like not try to compete. This is all hindsight. Of course, I was in high school. Like only only like how many turns you can do and how higher leaps are is important. But um, like now I'm like I'm. I've got some perspective and I'm older now and I understand my goal more. And that's, that's really good. Last year I did a solo. <laughs> oh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I did a solo that I choreographed myself for um, a studio, my studio's show. I was just, they just asked me to be like a buffer number because there were so many numbers that had the same kids and they just needed a number in the middle to like just what I said buffer and give them a little bit of time to rest and um, get some water and change their costume in the show. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do the solo. Sure. Put like this was even last year. So I'm really proud of my growth from 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 one year, um, all things considered. But last year I just did the solo that I just try to cram way too much, way too much, way too much into this little thing. And I didn't, I tried to like, this music was very busy, high energy, which I'm okay with, which I'm cool with, but not for my solo, not for a solo that I'm doing. I probably need a little bit, something a little bit more calm, something a little bit more like atypical, which is exactly what um, I'm dancing to now. But I was just like trying to prove things in all the wrong areas and just getting sucked right back into the problems that I had in high school. And mind you, like I've already gone through college, like I've already gone through college dancing and choreographing solos for myself and, you know, all of that. And it just goes to show you like habits die hard, you know, old habits die hard. And it's just taking me a lot of psychological um, growth and just to understand all of that and that I'm growing and that I'm changing and that I'm just a different, I'm a different person than I was a year ago. I felt like I had a lot more to prove. Um, and then after this pandemic, I'm like, what does it matter? <laughs> what does it matter? I The solo is so much more cohesive, the one that I have this year. Solo is so much more cohesive, so much more fun, so much less stressful. Like it's just a solo that I've always wanted to do. And that feels really, really good to say, honestly, because I don't think I've ever really had a solo like that except for the ones that have been choreographed for me. And 
it was probably because someone else gave me permission to do their movement. But I've never given myself permission to do my own movement like I have recently, especially in this solo. And it was so funny yesterday when I was teaching the girls that I was teaching for. It's a really small class. It's a really small contemporary class. And I have them for like 45 minutes. So we had a little bit of time. We're working on our recital dance. We had a little bit of time. And they were like, they were like, Miss Jenna, they were like, they were like, dance for us. And I was like, well, I do have a solo that I'm working on because I'm competing. And they're like, what? Like, you're competing? Like, that's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. Like, wow. Like, are you going to be at all of our competitions? And I'm like, yep, I'm going to be at all your competitions, you know? And they're like, they're like, well, you should run your solo and we'll critique you. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, sure. If we have time, I will run my solo and you can critique me. And, you know, it's always a good time to, like, just have an audience and just perform in front of people, even if they're your students and if they're younger, just because it's just nice. It's just fun. And I was expecting them to be like, yeah, like, that was good. Bye. And, like, leave or um, when class was over. But, like, they stuck around kind of for a while and they were like, they were like, Miss Jenna, that was so good. And mind you, they're like seventh grades they're young they're like that was so good they're like your toes were so pointed (laughs) they're like your toes were so pointed I'm like yep (laughs) yep that's what I yep because that's that's all they hear all the time is like point your toes point your toes so that's all they look for is that my toes are pointed but um yeah and they were just like they're just like oh I really like you know this part and that part and can you teach us this part and I'm like oh my gosh yeah, sure. I'll teach you. Sure. So it's just fun. It's just fun. I'm just kind of proud of that. Um, and I'm just here to remind you to do something that scares you. Um, another thing that scared me is doing this film project that that I finished and submitted to a, a bunch of film festivals. Did I get picked for any of them? No slash I don't know yet. <laughs> and even if I don't get to go, don't get picked. I have a cool video. That's pretty. Was it groundbreaking? No. Were there other people's that were better? Yes, most definitely. Am I figuring it out? Yes. And that's all we can really ask for is that you're just figuring it out and you're just figuring it out. So ways to figure out something that scares you. Um, Well, some things that always scare everyone is public speaking, heights, um, confrontation, spiders. For me, it's the snow. <laughs> like, go out, like, think of something that you're like, oh my gosh, like, I could never. Like, go audition for something. Go, um, wear, wear something that is a little crazy, but you know you could probably pull off, but it's a little bit crazy for you. You know, like, I have, like, these big platform chunky brown shoes that Ariana Grande wore but I bought them because of her and I'm like oh my god I can't wear these out in public but here I am wearing them out in public they're a little wacky but they're not crazy wacky like people definitely notice them but it's not like an eyesore you know so it feels good it feels like just do something that scares you a little bit do something that kind of kind of makes you like, ooh, like, are people looking at me? Like, ooh, like, are, 
um, am I going to get in trouble for this? Even though you're probably not going to get in trouble because you're not going to do anything that's crazy bad. Um, yeah. Wearing something different. That's a good one. What else? Maybe um, changing up your breakfast or your lunch. Something that scares you. I know some people are really like sensitive about what they eat for breakfast and what they eat for lunch and all of that. Like I eat a smoothie every day for breakfast. And if I don't eat my smoothie, I'm like, okay, um, so what do I eat? What do I eat? What do I eat? What's what's another thing I could eat for breakfast? I like have no idea. Little things that scare you. It's good for you. I'm telling you, it's good for you. Be that girl in class. Be that amazing star that you are. And um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say to you all for now in this moment. Well, that's all we have time for ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for coming along this journey with me thank you for coming along with every journey with me it's really amazing love love so much um follow the podcast at buns of steel pod on instagram you can follow me at jenna brady very much appreciated very much love um we put out new episodes every tuesday how about that season two season two we have some um awesome people coming on please please be listening to the um instagrams because that's where i'll be posting them and um yeah thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much talk to you next week bye bye